Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to the Leading Agile booth here at Agile 2018. I'm here with David Bland. David, thanks for coming by. Hey, thanks for having me. Say hello to the folks in MySpace. Hello. What's up, MySpace? Friendster. <laughs> You're a Friendster? We should uh, all be using Friendster today. We're like, live, man. Get it right. together. Um, all right. You're here doing a talk. Yeah. And the talk is called Lean Experiments with Agile Teams. It's Thursday at 9 a.m., which is really early. It is early, and yeah. it's on a Thursday, yes. so hopefully people come. Um, so what is lean experimentation? It's all uh, just a culmination of my thinking around lean startup and design thinking and how to blend that in uh, Agile. Okay. So it's a lot of, uh, when you hear like product discovery or discovery delivery, it's yeah. really uh, geared towards the discovery end of that. Okay. Yeah, so it's like how do you test out your backlog, how do you test out your business ideas. So when you, and this is something you've been working on for a couple of years. Like, yeah. Tuning this up. So, if you've got a backlog of features, um, instead of just producing them, like for somebody who comes out of the CSM class, I've got a backlog, i got to make all this stuff. Yep. PO tells me what to make in what order. How is what you're talking about going to impact that? So, it's kind of applying a design thinking lens to it. So, okay. say, is it desirable? Like, I'll use the as a user format. Well, and assume for, that they don't know what design thinking is. Yeah, so, I mean, design thinking, a lot of that's coming out of uh, IDEO and D School, Stanford D School, but it's basically, like, can you be really connected to the problem and iterate um, and solve for, you know, kind of meaningful things? Rather than just saying, here's the thing they give me because I've decided this will fix my problem. Yeah, so it's a lot of um, observational and ethnographic research and basically being able to say, hey, can we iterate through and prototype through different solutions to solve for a problem? So it's very immersing yourself in the problem space. Okay. And then testing, the you've got assumptions about what might solve it. Yeah, and so you rapidly prototype those and you're testing with customers. Okay. So they might be paper, they might be cardboard, they might be something you wired together or 3D printed, but it's all about um, going through that as fast as possible. Okay. So. Are the people that are doing this, are they going to be like Scrum, Kanban, is there a particular flavor of Agile they're going to be adopting? So I, I've seen it applied to both in my okay. work. Um, there are some teams where let's say they run in uh, a two-week sprint. Okay. And so what we'll do is we'll have discovery work folded into that two-week sprint. So you, you could capacity plan, let's say, it's usually not 50-50, but even if it's 80-20, okay. saying... Go ahead. Yeah. So, like, if you're delivering features, that's cool. Uh, mm -hmm. If stuff isn't, you need to experiment. You don't need to experiment on. But there's other things in your backlog that's probably risky. And so, can you fold in experiments into your sprint? And okay. then basically, if you think of a wall, you literally have two swim lanes: discovery, yeah. delivery. Okay. Uh, so it's a lot of what Marty Kagan and Jeff Patton evangelized too. It's very similar. So, if I'm, you were talking about prototyping a minute ago. Is that going to be? I'm trying to think like a student in my class, okay? Is that something I'm going to deliver as the product at the end of the sprint? Uh, potentially, yes. Because I'm not shipping that to a customer. Uh, well, not a large amount of customers, but okay. um, you would, so like I'm some of my workshops, we have customers come into the workshop and we actually test with them. Okay. Uh, internal, external, we even have external customers. Come okay. So it's not about scaling yet, it's just more of is there any evidence to say this is a real, uh, thing that we're trying to solve and sure. is there any kind of fit between what we're proposing we might build. Okay. So hardware, you can do it in cardboard and 3D printing stuff. Software, I mean software, you can even faster, right? You can mock things up and yeah, make it look like pictures. it's yeah, and clickable wireframes and things. Okay. 
And that's going to give you the insight you need to fill the rest of the backlog or tune what's in the backlog for the actual shape of the Yes, yeah, so hopefully you generate insights uh, and some evidence to say, hey, are we on the right track or do we need to look at our backlog and okay. rearrange things and shape it differently? So I'm familiar with the work that you do. And but when I'm in my classes and I'm trying, like my PO classes, and I'm putting up the... You have to know what lean startup is. You have to know what design thinking is. And you're still trying to figure out what a scrum master is. It's overwhelming. Well, it is overwhelming. And, and it's a lot. I mean, to say to somebody, like, you have to learn all this stuff right now. Um, do you think, and I'm asking this, I'm actually asking this, what is the best way to start? Like, if, should they just read Eric's book? Should they go to your site? Should they, I mean, like, what's... Yeah. There's a lot of already creative stuff under there in Creative Commons and okay. open source that they can start with. I mean, D-School has a lot of material online. Okay. Just go to Stanford D-School. For the design um, thinking stuff. Yeah. For, for my stuff, I'm usually blending things together. Yeah. So if you want to do something like assumptions mapping and such, uh, it's all out there in Creative Commons. And it, it makes it actionable. So you could say, hey, um, coming back to the design thinking, like desirable, viable, and feasible. So yeah. desirable being... Does anybody want this? Is there a problem you're trying to solve? Is there any market whatsoever? Right? Viability being, is this a business? Uh, is there a business model here? Is this something strategically we should be working on? And then feasibility being, can we execute on this? And you're going to have to test each of those separately. Uh, potentially. It's kind of hard to compound them because it becomes a bigger and yeah. bigger thing. Right? Yeah. So, but if you, look at through the, if you look at your backlog even through that lens, uh, or even your stories, and you could say, as a user, I want features so that benefit, for example. Right. Um, I mean, it's a format that some people use. You can say, do we know who that user is? How do we know? <laughs> Have you ever tested with them, talked with them? Is there any evidence? Uh, this feature, you know, is it something we actually can do? <laughs> you yeah. know, is it feasible? Uh, and it's not just technically feasible from governance, regulatory. Sure. There are other things of feasibility. I mean, you may not have the capability in your company. Either. Yeah. And then uh, benefit, you know, it's just customer benefit, but also benefit to the business, and is it viable? So I think it's a really interesting way to look at a backlog, which is pretty challenging because it's a stack of things. Yeah. Um, and start putting some, giving people tools to look at it in a way, kind of like story mapping does, sure. to say, okay, this isn't just a stack of requirements for me to go yeah. execute on, but we're making some assumptions in here, and then can we do smaller things to test those okay. along with our delivery work? Um, so I think it... it the teams I'm running with, um, they kind of get addicted to it because they have a dashboard of saying, well, this is the business metrics and this is how we influence them. Right. And they're looking at that dashboard like, hey, we just released some stories. What happened? You know? Versus other teams that if they huh. don't have that insight, you're yeah, kind of just like pulling the new stuff in. Yeah. Did it have an impact? I don't know. I have Move more stuff on. to work on. Okay. So yeah. what, what kind of companies, I mean, we're having this conversation and there's like always stuff running in the back of my head different questions, and a bunch of the questions popping in my head, I'm like, I don't think you're going to be interacting with companies where certain things might be a problem, but what kind of companies do you work with? I work with all kinds. Of, I mean, it's amazing. So um, I work with like uh, chemical companies, manufacturing companies, automotive companies, service companies, software companies. Um, I mean, are they already think, bought into the approach when you get there, and is that how they come and find you, or do you have to, like, convince them? Well, even even if they're uh, bought in, it's not evenly distributed across okay. even the executive team. But okay. there's usually somebody that says, look, we need to start thinking about this stuff. Yeah. I've read Lean Startup, I've read Business Model Generation, uh, I've read some design books, and, and now I'm, 
I'm kind of struggling with how to get my team to okay. get it. And having somebody to come in and facilitate on your real business ideas, yes. product ideas, helps because then you can say, well, this is what it looks like for you. Okay. And then it's usually stuff they've already been talking about or they feel. Um, like, oh, I was really worried that we'd anybody even buy this thing. Yeah. And, and that's that's a really terrible position to be in when yeah. you're every day you're, you're churning on stuff and you're like in the back of your mind nagging. Does anybody well, even care? So I'm curious about what happens when you walk in and you get the, oh no, I, I know. I, I know in my gut this is what we have to do. And you're, and you're only bringing logic to that problem. You know, we should actually figure out if you're right. No, no, I know. How? And, and some of that's hard, right? So I can't control how people respond to data. Okay. But it's like, what if we just go check? What if we generate some evidence? I'm sure you're right. Yeah. Let's go see Let's the evidence. Let's prove that you're right. Yeah. Okay. And, and, so, and sometimes they are right. I mean, okay. all these industries I work in, I'm not a domain expert in any of them, yeah. right? I mean, I have some experience in all of them, but um, I'm not trying to come in and say, you know, I know best or, or let's just go prove what you already but think you know. But you are you know. expert in a process that can help you figure out. Okay. Right. So right. usually what I'm working with, when, so when I'm working with startups, it's startup accelerators that are pre-seed or seed funding. Okay. When I'm working with corporations, it's usually new products, emerging products, innovation labs, incubators, okay. uh, R&D groups. Okay. And I think out of all those, R&D groups fascinate me the most yeah. because it's kind of a customer-free zone where they can just play with tech. How about yes. And then you can throw it over the wall and go, okay, make a business out of that. And so often, like the context and everything just falls flat when yeah. that handoff goes. So helping R and D groups uh, be more customer facing is, I think, pretty amazing. So yeah, cool. a lot of fun with that too. Okay, and you're you're working on a book. Yes, I haven't announced it yet, but Alexander. Well, announce it right. Yes, David Bland's writing a book. Yes, I'm writing a book. Uh, so we signed our deal. It's myself. We, say Alex. I'm not going to try to say his. Yeah. Osterwalder. Osterwalder. Okay. I'm always afraid to say that. Yeah. He's awesome. So. Uh, and we've been collaborating for a while, so it, it, um, it's, it's pretty exciting to be able to write with him. Okay. And, uh, yep, so if you've read Business Model Generation or Value Prop Design, it's very similar style. Okay. Full landscape, lots of pictures. Big wide book. Big wide book. Yeah, the third one up on my shelf? Okay. Yeah, so it'll stick out on your yeah. bookshelf. It'll be like normal, normal, normal. Like these three wide books. God damn it. Mine will be one of those Why can't you make books. this one? Okay. Um, and the focus of the book is? Uh, testing business ideas. Okay. So it's all about uh, lean experimentation, um, but I'm trying to write it in a way where it's very applicable for people and actionable. Okay. So it's not a lot of, oh, this is just for corporations or just for entrepreneurs. Because yeah. so much of my work across both is very, very similar work. Okay. So you know, if you're trying to validate your startup idea, the stuff you do looks very similar to what I'm doing with a corporation okay. who has a new product idea. Okay. Uh, there are nuances, but um, but yeah. So if you're struggling with, hey, okay, I know what my assumptions are, but I don't know how to go test that. Yeah. Then what I'm doing is creating a library of saying, hey, I'm trying to test viability. Oh, I could do an A/B price test here. Okay. So give people examples because I think right now that knowledge is everywhere. Okay. It's on blogs. Yeah. It's in consultants. It's uh, it's really tough. If you are new to this, it's yeah. so intimidating to say, well. For example, I, I looked up uh, some tools recently and was so overwhelmed with the variety of options for like a specific kind of tool. I just gave up. I was like, this is yeah, and like and, so many canvases that are similar but totally different at the same time. Right, and and another thing is the so let's say you know how to do landing pages. Yeah. Landing pages are great, but if that's the only thing you do, right? 
it's not going to help you test certain things. Yeah. Right. A landing page is going to help you test feasibility. Right. Right. But it will help you test desirability, and it could help you test viability. Okay. Right. So the you're going to have to run different kinds of tests to really sort this stuff out. Yeah. So what I'm really passionate about is saying, look, beyond me and my interactions with people, I, there needs to be something out there where we can look at it and say, you know what, I'm trying to learn this. Here are some options that okay. I can, I have. Okay. And um, and I think right now it's so overwhelming and it's spread across everywhere that it's really yeah. tough to to even. Even if you know what you have to learn, it's really tough to match the experiment back to that to okay. generate what you need. Cool. And when will the book be available for humans to mess up their bookshelves with? Yeah, uh, we don't. So uh, I have in to have everything in the future. So the future. I have to everything to the publisher in April. Okay. So it's post April sometime next year. Okay. When that exact date is, I don't know. All right. So after April, and if they want to follow you on Twitter, they can go to David J. Bland or they can go to Prequel. Yes. Dot com. They can. Cool. And Thursday morning, 9 a.m. Correct. All right. Dude, thanks for coming by. This awesome. was great. Thanks Good for having me. You. Uh, keep watching. We're going to be doing these all week long from Agile 2018.